I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh, yes, Bertie. Yes, 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 Bertie. Well done, man. Uh, I cannot wait to hear what the podcast is about. And that's Scotty's um, impression from one of his favorite films, maybe the 1989 smash hit When Harry Met Sally. Um, if you know that movie, you might know the scene. I think uh, Scotty is trying to impressionate there. Um, but yes, this is episode 114, 114. We are here. Well, we're not. I am. And it's me and clips from 114. So, um, unfortunately, the lads aren't here today. So it's uh, me you're dealing with for the next 45, 50 minutes. Because, unfortunately, I can't talk um, to myself for an hour. Uh, but we made it. We're there. We've the episode done. We have it in the bank. We will not fail you. Every Wednesday morning at 7.02am, you will get the Waffle Hour. The JB Waffle Hour podcast will be on Spotify. So make sure you give a listen. On this episode, like I said, we have a few clips to go through. I covered every shell bomb I could. Um, phrases saying I got a dad joke that mightn't have really worked. And we have a very special guest. We replaced Owen with another Owen. So make sure you listen through to make sure you find that little segment in the middle. And it's already aptly named Waffle for One. And that is me for this week. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Love that song, man. Remember last week when you messed up your line? Yeah. When you say, song that I love, bad. <laughs> you watch too song much, I love. Too much Yoda. Um, hi, guys. Hi, how Bert. How are you? Do you want to do your thing? Hello, everybody. We are back with episode, 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 episode 114. Um, I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. Me and Scotty chilled out in the sitting room watching the Liverpool game and we talked all about football, supporting football teams or even just being a fan of anything. Um, but this week it is episode 114. Yes, welcome. Uh, you might notice, maybe, maybe you haven't noticed, maybe um, my little ruse at the start has made you think that there is more than one person doing this podcast this week. But unfortunately, John is on his Chinese adventure still. He's staying there for New Year. Um, Chinese New Year is sometime in February, I do believe. And uh, Scotty is otherwise engaged tonight. Not getting engaged, otherwise engaged. We don't want to be starting any rumours here on the podcast. So, um, it's either a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not sure which way you look upon it, but it's uh, 
me and you for uh, the next hour or so. But I have got some clips of the lads and some of the waffle game, um, classic waffle game, to slot in as well. So it's a little bit of a mix, match and gatherum of an episode tonight. So, um, or today, this morning, of course, <laughs> you will be listening to this at, uh, hopefully, you'll yeah, jump on Spotify at 7.02am every Wednesday morning. And uh, while you're there, make sure you interact with us on any polls or questions we ask on Spotify. Make sure to follow us. If you would like to rate us also, please, uh, five stars if possible. If you uh, are not already following us on social media, please do that. Um, social media, Instagram mainly. There's a Facebook page there. There's also a Twitter and a TikTok. Um, but yeah, Instagram's the main one. So if you go on there, interact with any posts we have up and follow us also. Um share with your friends as well wherever they may be we have some listeners in peru and brazil in south america we have gone across europe as well we have some belgium and czech republic also and so welcome to everybody who listens and also our listeners here at home in ireland and across the water in the uk where most of our listeners are but we have reached the lands of australia too so welcome one and all our first throwback is going back to last summer, yes, the summer of 2023 and episode 73, where we got um, very excited over a piece of correspondence we received. It was one of um, our very first emails we got um, describing about the show. A lovely old lady called Dinah discovered our podcast on Spotify and uh, was listening to us and telling us how much it meant to her. Unfortunately, later on, we found out that it was a little bit of a practical joke played on us by Nicole. And um, we were very upset. We were heartbroken over it. Um, we haven't really talked to her since. She's been sending the flowers and chocolates and trying to make up and constantly apologising. But if there's one thing me and John can do is hold a grudge. Um, unfortunately, Scotty had to forgive her due to um, particular reasons. But anyway, I'll let you um, or let John uh, take it away and you can have a listen. And if also, if you want to listen to the full episode... Um, and the rest of the information on it, it is episode 73. So, we got this, so just as a um, backstory, we got this email um, during the week, la- about two weeks ago. Yes, yeah. listener mail. That Bert, section, yeah, yeah, so, and um, obviously all because Bertie says, please email us in. Obviously, this is a result of it. We love correspondence. Um, and um, Bertie sent us as a screenshot over to us, and we were like, nah, that can't, whose mate is that? And we were like, okay, so let me have a read of it. Dear John, Bertie, and Scotty. I like how she put my name first. Already a winner, John. I want to send an email to you to tell you that I have highly enjoyed listening to your podcast station and <laughs> you are doing a great job. I'm not used to these podcast things as I'm of an older generation, as they say, but my niece showed me how to work the podcasts and I found you by chance when autocorrect led me astray. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so glad that it did because you are three lovely young lads Aww. with lovely, youthful voices and you keep a woman like myself feeling young with your great banter and a bit of cheekiness <laughs> for a good measure. <laughs> How does she know we sure don't like you ha- <laughs> Sure you have to have that. I was trying to show my friend how to work the podcast station as well, but she found it a bit queer to get sorted. <laughs> I'll set her straight as I know she'll love you as much as I do. Her name is Ita, Ita, and she's as tough. She's had a tough time of late. She needs a good laugh. Life is lonely sometimes, but but you keep my joy alive and my lungs full of laughter. <laughs> I do be spluttering and spilling me tea at times, but sure, that's all. It's what it's about. I love the bit of Gaelga 
this week and hearing about your love for for Saint Mammy's. Was you Bertie? Yeah. Sure. Where would you be without your mammy? Wishing you all the best with love and thanks, Dinah. P.S. I'm Dinah here. The next one. <laughs> Lol. Are you on the podcast station every Wednesday? Look at that. Every Wednesday, seven o two. Dinah. Yeah. Am. Yeah. Earlier on, me and Scotty were talking about what um topic to do this evening um, and what we were actually going to do was bad habits now um, once again there was a classic miscommunication on my part I thought we were going to talk about nun habits and how stylish and non-stylish they were and what kind of fashion is coming to the nun world in uh, 2024 and how functional they are and um, can you run in them and can you exercise in them and so on and so forth what sizes they come in what styles um, but it was actually bad habits because it is January, is 2024. And um, a lot of people might be thinking over January to kick some bad habits and set in some new good habits perhaps for the year ahead. Um, so a little bit of advice on that. Um, some of the habits people might want to kick in um, January 2024 is of course not exercise enough. So people might want to start exercising. Um, a little bit of advice from my side on that would be to ease yourself in. Don't jump in because if you jump in the deep end and you cannot swim, you will not survive. So take it nice and easy over January. Uh, ease yourself in if you have never gone to the gym before and you're feeling that you want to. It's okay. It's a safe place. But as is everywhere, there are some people who are dickheads. Uh, but... Do not be put off by that. Um, exercising outside is always great. Going for walks, going for runs. If you want to do that first, if it's weight loss, correct your diet. Um, and make sure you're always in a calorie deficit and you will lose weight without exercising. Although, if you're going to put in time, as I always say, um, you may as well exercise, get a little bit better cardio fitness into you. And also, if you are spending the time to exercise, why not include some resistance training and get a little bit strong on the way. Um, other things you might want to do in 2024, if you're not getting enough sleep, sleep of course is highly important uh, for recovery and sharpness the next day and feeling better about yourself. So um, maybe if you go to bed late, try to go to bed a bit earlier, an extra hour would make the world of difference. If you need maybe, well not this time of year, you won't need blackout curtains, but uh, maybe you will when uh, the sunny mornings come back. Uh, better mattresses better sleeping arrangements maybe and um, move your bed feng shui the bedroom a little bit and you might be able to sleep that a little bit better uh, not going on your phone before you go to bed is obviously good uh, a lot of people suggest maybe an hour wind down before you go to bed or before you go to sleep which is always good um smoking do many people still smoke maybe you should be giving up vaping maybe maybe that might be the way to go um also not a great habit uh, people do dry January, of course, after maybe drinking over the Christmas period. And you might need a break for that. Give your liver a chance to um, rejuvenate itself, revitalize itself. Um, sleeping in late is also just as bad as not getting or not getting enough sleep the night before. Um, lying, nail biting, uh, not drinking enough water. Always stay hydrated. Good for the brain too. And poor spending habits. Maybe you want to concentrate on your finances in 2024. Maybe sorting them out. Maybe start saving a little bit of money. I noticed a lot of things on TikTok about if you save a certain amount every month, what you might end up at the end of the month. Uh, budgeting, sorting out your finances that way. Maybe not uh, spending um, on things like 
new pair of runners, uh, a new top that you may not need uh, just because you want it doesn't mean you should have it. Uh, set out some goals. I always recommend maybe have a goal to save your money for whether it's your car insurance um, which is you know very adult of course or a holiday or things like that and I think Revolut is really good at helping you budget money setting up some uh, vaults although I think they're called them wallets now or something don't they um, and the money will go in there every month um, and it's also great to have maybe the Revolut instead of always using your 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 bank and uh, your online bank and maybe Oh, your credit card, it's always nice for the little amounts. But on your Revolut, whatever you spend the money you want to spend for the month, 300 euro, 400 euro, whatever the case may be, on the extra stuff, of course, diesel, fuel, food, they're all necessities, of course, if you uh, have a car. You also need to fuel yourself. Um, other habits you might want to go on, maybe uh, some more whimsical ones, perhaps, would be uh, replacing the toilet paper. Um, or the toilet roll or the kitchen roll in the kitchen if you are the person who last used it or maybe empty the bin when you place the last little bit on on it and the bin is full maybe bring that out recycling in 2024 it's going to be one. whether you have a brown bin for all your food waste your blue bin then for your recycling and then your green bin I think is a general waste is that what you call it? Um, so yeah, if you want to do that, that would be a great thing. Um, I know the new bottle charge is coming in in all the shops. So you can bring back your bottles and get money back. Which means all the bottles you buy, and I think cans are included in that as well, are going to be that little bit dearer in 2024. Um, to force you to go back to the shop to get your 25 cent back for your bottle. I think it's actually between 15 and 25. So if recycling is the way to go, do it. Um, you can start maybe compost bin. Um Start planning your garden maybe for this summer if you want to grow some vegetables, which is always quite interesting, especially to pass that on to your kids and everything like that to um, be able to grow some vegetables, interesting garden, interesting the outside. Maybe you want a must-free lawn in 2024. Time to start thinking about that. It's all about uh, little goals and little plans um, if you want to go that way. But um, yeah, recycling would be a very good one to start into. Uh, saving electricity is always good. Maybe not leave the light on. Don't run the tap while you're um, uh, brushing your teeth in the morning. Is always a good one to save um, save water on. Um, being late, pr- procrastination as well. Maybe you want to be more productive in 2024. Maybe you have goals now in January. It's time to kind of set goals. I always um, say maybe wait until the second week to kind of nail down these kind of things because the first week you're still in that Christmas spirit. There's still a lot of things knocking around whether the Christmas decorations are up. You're still a whole Christmas spirit. Currently this week it's a little bit on the chilly side so it reminds you a little bit of Christmas. It's probably a little bit more Christmassy this week than it was over Christmas just because of the cold, the nip in the air and the frost. So, um, yeah, so, you know, second week is always better. Um, you don't want to be hepped up and high on uh, chocolate and sweets and sugar on the in the first week of January and make all these massive um, unattainable goals, perhaps, and then um, fall in the middle of January um, and give them up. But, yeah, so um, I know this would have been better. I'm sure Scotty would have had loads of input into bad habits. But if uh, we will put um, a question out on Spotify, um, if you want to send in any quirky bad habits that maybe that annoy you, um, grind your gears, and uh, we can talk them about them on uh, next week's show. Influencer, resp- influ- influencer ooh, I can't speak, responds to people saying she will regret the tattoo of her boyfriend's name she got on her forehead. Mm-hmm. So, Anna, uh, did John like this? No, he didn't. No, I've um, seen, seen it though. You yeah. did see it, John. Yeah, and I read about it. Um, yeah, I read about Anna it. Anna Stansk. 
Gavkovsky decided to get her boyfriend Kevin, <laughs> one of the minions' names, mm. tattooed on her forehead. <laughs> of all things to say, <laughs> yeah, because love, uh, because of love. Apparently, people in the comments were telling her that she will regret it and she will come out. Uh, she came out swinging in the video. Everyone is. I'm going to do it in her voice where she's Stanskovsky. Everyone is saying <laughs> to me, I will regret that. And every time I look into Jesus. the mirror, I'm like, I'm in love. <laughs> so what do you think of this, guys? Um, not the accent that I just did. But I'd, the like to, I'd like to debunk it. Yeah, do you not see the video, no? Yeah. No! Yeah. Oh, no! You're out of date, Sorry, Scott. What happened? So what happened here? Tell me. It was fake. It was just a viral video that was made. Yeah, no, uh, but she right. was doing it for the right reasons. What was so she wanted to warn uh, younger people about getting too many tattoos because she has loads of tattoos go up <coughs> her arm and across her chest that yeah. she regrets. But she says people told her when she was younger that she might regret some of these and think more carefully about them. Yeah. But those people didn't have tattoos. So she just thought it was more credible coming from someone who had a lot of tattoos. Ah, very good. Well done to her. But like, yeah. technically you can get away with it. Like, Let's say Kevin broke up with her. Plenty more Kevins in the world. That's true. You just yeah. walk into a bar and be like, Anyone here called Kevin? Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, me. Yeah, you'll do. Kevin. <laughs> but you could turn it, I'm sure you could turn it into something fairly easily. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Could. Anyway, so that was deep. In the black and go black. Great stuff. <laughs> um, well, good honor. I was thinking there God, are three hundred and forty-five point three people named Kevin for every one hundred thousand Americans. What? Ah, uh, yeah. You're, what uh, kind of website is this you're on? You go. <laughs> OnlyFans. You'd be um, you'd be all right getting Kevin in your forehead, then, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. There you go. There's loads of them. That's right. What's Kevin upside down and backwards? Never. <laughs> Scotty learned a very valuable lesson back on episode 106 about doing his research. Me and John quickly debunked the story about the lady that got the Kevin tattoo on her forehead. As it was a valuable lesson for people who are thinking about getting tattoos. But it's also a valuable lesson for what you see on social media. Generally rule is if something is too good to be true or they want you to buy something. (laughs) um, Don't believe what they say. Always look for valuable research and things that are researched and, you know, things like that. Um, as we, uh, as I mentioned about the bad habits, some people are want to exercise. And apologies about keep going back uh, to exercising, but it is a little bit of my wheelhouse. And generally, um, it, we don't talk about it too much in the podcast. So I don't want to turn into like a fitness podcast just because I'm here on my own. But um, over the course of January, you'll see lots of people trying to sell programs and sell probably nutrition and diet advice and all that crack but generally this information is for free if you go look for it um, you will find it and as like I said advice is for free so if you do want to know anything always you can always drop us an email into the podcast at the jbwafflehour at gmail.com of course and um, I will be happy to answer any fitness questions and bore John and Scotty <laughs> to tears. <laughs> when it's just me and Scotty, we like to talk about football. When it's just me, uh, I have a tendency to talk a lot on the fitness. Um, now, next we will uh, have a little bit of a throwback to our fun waffle game. It's that time you know the name. It's the reason we all came. Find the words that are the same. It's that time to play the waffle game. Okay. Oh, every week. <laughs> every week. Uh, man, I heard some, doing these uh, FAI camps, I've heard some weird iterations of the rock, paper, scissors game. Out in Kells, they were like, they were going, rock, paper, scissors, something, something, blah. 
They had they added extra bits to it. Oh no! And then the guys in Trim today <laughs> were like, "Is it like the uh, the one off Big Bang Theory?" Though? No, what's that one? Uh, rock paper scissors lizards buck. No, <laughs> no, it's not that one. No. There's some extra extra words in Celts, and then today in Trim there was extra words as well. But they were doing a different oh, rhythm in, in, in Friends. <laughs> Fire. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and water balloon. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, anyway, there's there's different ways of saying that, and I was shocked. Oh. I was like, there's only one way to do rock, paper, scissors, and it's rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Maybe you can't say certain things anymore, and that's changed around. Uh, maybe shoot, no? Rock, no. paper, scissors. Maybe two pieces of scissors look like something else. I know. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, Bertie. I know. Uh, I I don't, you're going to just, you're gonna have to explain that one bit to me racy for seven o'clock in the morning. Anyway. No, I'm only trying to figure out why the change. Um, okay. Okay, so you have the choice. Do you want to go first or second? Oh, you won again, did no, you? No, I went second last time. I'll go first. Uh, do you want A or B? You didn't. You went first, I think. Uh, I went with A last time, so I'm going to go with B this okay. time, because he got a really easy one last time. Okay, so 30 seconds on the clock, Scotty. But I also lost. <laughs> oh, None of this yeah. makes sense. Oh, yeah, I won. <laughs> so you're you going want? for B, is it? Yeah, yeah okay. I'm going for B. All right. So, John, can you yeah. name the five rock bands that I have on this page? Oh, beautiful. Oh, that's the one I would have probably done <laughs> shite in, actually. Okay, let me know when we're starting. Oh, it started. Yeah. yeah. Metallica, Bon Jovi. Hair metal band. Uh, no, they are, yeah, but rock Sorry. bands. Um, Hair metal. Nirvana. Grunge band. Um, oh, fuck, stop. Sorry. Um, Foo Fighters. Kings of Leon. They're not indie band. Shut up. Um, Justin Bieber. Definitely not rock band. <laughs> uh, Time. <sighs> Tactics. Okay. Give us 30 seconds on the clock there, John. Crap, I'm scared now. So, uh, Scotty, you have to name the five indie bands that I have on this page. Ooh, Kings of Leon, uh, The Killers, The Strokes, The Hives, uh, Franz Ferdinand, um, The Lumineers. Um, who else is indie? Indie, indie, indie. What can I say? Oasis and Blur. They indie. Um, who else have I got? Are you timing me, yeah? Yeah. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, I can't think now. My mind is totally blank. Uh, Indie. Um, Vance Joy. Uh, no, that's it. That's all I got. That's it. Indie is such a broad spectrum. I know. I googled it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so John, uh, your answers were uh, Led Zeppelin, Ooh, Rolling Stones, classic. Queen, Guns N' Roses, and ACDC. Oh, they're all big ones, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just as soon as you say them as well, you you're like, oh, zero. Can't believe it. Um, Scotty, yours was Arctic Monkeys. Oh yeah, the Smiths. Oh yeah, Sonic Youth. Oh, for God's sake, we're going way back. Uh, Pixies. Oh shit, and the Strokes. Hey, believe it. That was close. That was. Jeez, they went real classic indie and real classic rock, yeah, didn't yeah. they? Great uh, bands. Well, I, right I, back. I googled the top five of each. Yeah, I suppose I didn't even think of that. So I, I don't know. Current. I don't know who put the, that list together, but they were the top five that they thought anyway. Mm. So Scotty, Scotty, it's just the first time in a long time you won, Scotty. Yeah, it's been a while now. In fairness, mm. it's been a long time coming. That's what she said. That was some classic waffle game there, um, Scotty and John facing off as usual. But that's quite an unusual waffle game because Scotty actually won that. I think he might have won a 3-2, I think. I'm not sure. But yes, the waffle game is always a classic. Um, however, naming the podcast is actually one of my 
um, favourite parts of the podcast, the way we come up with different things and different names. Uh, I have been lucky enough to, off the top of my head, come up with quite a few names, actually. I've named quite a few of the podcast episodes. It just so happens that sometimes names come to you, uh, sometimes it's involved in the episode and things like that. Um, and even right up to the very end, before we even name it, I mightn't have a name, but... John or Scotty might say something on something like twigs and stuff like that, but I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I think I am the best at naming episodes. But one of my um, favorite names uh, comes from the episode. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Where Sinead was in. Uh, talking about Beckett Mill, which we love going back to because it is one of our, our favourite episodes and one of our best listened to episodes as well, along with uh, the greatest Mickey of our generation, which John aptly named. He got to name that one. But yes, the probing tent, um, I really enjoyed <laughs> that episode and I think it's one of the funnier names um, that we came up with. And like that, it was just a random thing. Sinead was telling a story, which you can listen to now as well. And um, it just something I just said off the cuff and ended up becoming the name of the episode. So I'll let uh, Sinead tell her uh, story about um, the couple who stayed in Beckett Mill and how we came up with the name Probing Tent for that particular episode. Like we did have like the most interesting people that we've ever had was a guy called Taurus and his girlfriend Zoe who sold all their possessions and like they dress like fairies. Yeah, they came to Ireland uh, to live at the Hill of Tower. Oh, right. Yeah, and they arrived in November and they got to Dublin and all of their things were stolen. Oh, no. Um, Yeah, and then they went to the Hill of Tower and it was like really windy. They couldn't put up their tent. Um, 
but then they ended up coming to Airbnb and then they agreed to like do some gardening work for us and then they ended up like staying there for three months wow yeah and then they put up their tent and it was like they called it their spaceship tent and you'd get into it every like every few weeks like you'd like have these like full moon ceremonies and we'd like drink like honey wine out of a cow horn (laughs) and like do all that like you know that was like the height of it, but they were really interesting people. Did you at some point worry they weren't going to leave? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that did yeah. cross our minds. But like actually Zoe and Taurus, when they arrived, they were like in their honeymoon period and they were like really loved each other. Mm. And by the end of it, they actually hate each other. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but she actually fell pregnant. No way. <laughs> and she moved back to Switzerland and he moved back to Glastonbury where he's from. No way. Yeah, it night, like night. an absolutely horrible trip they had. <laughs> <laughs> it did, didn't it? it I want to know what went on in that space tent. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I'm presuming it was his baby. She got probed. I, 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 I don't... <laughs> What did she say? <laughs> one way, one way or another, he got. She got probed. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, Bertie. <laughs> So as you know by now, Scotty is not on uh, tonight's episode and I am here by myself. So the bonfires, the beacons of Gondor were lit and a big message was put out to see who could help us out. And he has been dying to get his voice on this podcast, absolutely dying to do it. Just the fact that he does be working a lot because he's such a good employee. In, and if you're going to replace Scotty with someone, you may as well replace him with someone of the same name. So I am aptly named Work Own because I have podcast own, who is Scotty. Uh, Work Own um, shot us in a few voice notes on WhatsApp because Own has quite a unique ability <laughs> to be very picky <laughs> in his food. And um, I think he has quite a few quirks. So he's going to explain a few of them, um, his eating quirks and the way he um, doesn't particularly like food for quite weird reasons um so have a listen to um owen explaining his um his food quirks well seeing as it was only christmas we'll talk about my roast dinners and what i do with them so what i do with roast dinners basically is i eat it in sections so i'll eat the veg first because like that's my least favorite part i do like veg i will eat my veg i don't eat fruit can't do fruit so I kind of make it up with the veg, but when I'm having a roast dinner, that has to go. Um, so I'll eat that first, my, my broccoli, my cauliflower, my peas, whatever it is. Then I'll move on to the meat, because although I like it, and I try to have it with every, every meal, like dinner, it's just not my favourite thing on the plate. So meat goes next. Um, then at Christmas, there was the stuffing and the Yorkshire pudding and mash. And I kind of had a bite of each, like just a little taster. I was like, hmm, which one will I pick? Which which one has to go first? It's like I'm doing the X Factor or something, like trying to narrow it down. Um, so the first one that went was the stuffing. Like it was nice and I, I went back for seconds, but at that time when it was on my plate, I had to go first. Then the Yorkshire pudding and then my mash. I just love mash, like always have, always will, because you don't have to chew it. And I love food that you don't have to bite because I don't know, maybe that's another little uh, quirk I have as Bertie likes to say. What else about my food? Well, I don't like bits. That's another reason why I like mash. I I just don't like food that has bits in it, like um, jam, don't eat fruit. So I don't like that anyway. 
but I do like yogurt, even fruit flavored. So when there's like bits and that, I, I can't, I can't do it. Um, same with orange juice, like orange juice, like apple juice. If there's ever bits in them, no, no, thank you, I'm out. And then I also just like ketchup, like with. When I was younger, I used to eat it with everything. So I'm not talking like cereal and stuff, but because that would be strange. But uh, like even stew, I'd literally just pour ketchup into the middle of it, even though it was like whatever it was, a soup. Is it a type of soup? Like you couldn't even taste it. You couldn't even see it. It used to just sink to the bottom, but I felt like there was ketchup there in it. So it was edible. Um, I used to do the same with mash and veg and meat, but with the mash, like I'd mix it in until it goes orange. And then I knew like, yeah, this is pristine. This is this is ready to be eaten. Um, and I still kind of do it. I've kind of steered away from it now. Like I use gravy if it's there, but if there's no gravy, I still eat mash with ketchup. I still eat veg with ketchup. I still eat meat with ketchup. Um, I don't know if that's like taking away the nutritional value of the vegetables, but I don't know. It's just a magic sauce, isn't it? Just makes everything better for me. My pour it on my my life. You can cut that last bit. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Unfortunately for your own, um, there is no cutting. There is no editing. It's meant to be the waffle hour. Um, although it's looking more like the waffle forty-five minutes tonight. But yeah, no, no editing. You have said it. It is in there. Um, and I'm not sure whether you're doing your impression that time or not. On um, of Father um Austin Purcell, um, which was the boring priest from Father Head episode. Think fast, Father Head. Um, yes, so he enjoyed some quite good humming noises and things like that, which I think um, Owen has actually his uh, top five um, humming sounds, um, so we might get him on someday to talk about that. But yeah, as I said, Owen's got a few little quirks um, that I've come to know since we've started working together, although we've known each other a little bit longer than the length of time we've been working together. I never really realised um, all these food habits he has. Um, yeah, so... He is like a little child, but um, that is him. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that, and um, let's see if he actually managed to make it on um officially onto one episode, hopefully at some point. Now we'll move on and we'll take a look at maybe some clips from a couple of other episodes. I have brand new shell bombs, so we'll have three shell bombs tonight. Although one of them will be uh, an origin, um, but we'll take some clips of some other episodes. And first up is episode 93, which was Wrestling Blurface, which is back from the 16th of August. It was the International Day of the Joke on the 16th of August, 2023. And as we all know, John does enjoy a good dad joke. Um, so he has um, some quite dad moments as well. Um, yeah, so it was kind of his episode, his idea. So I'll let him take it away. So today is National Joke Day. Yay. Yeah, today. So um, we like said that. we'd just talk about jokes and the history of jokes and the best jokes and... Um, and who who are jokes? People that are jokes and um, what makes jokes really good. And oh, that wow. wasn't the funny part. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> that was actually a real drum thing. That was yeah, awesome. there you go. Um, yeah, so... I'm going to keep these here for the rest of the podcast until you start telling jokes. <laughs> Can't wait. Actually. That's going to be awesome. It's going to have my own drum thingy. Life. But yeah, so that's that's what we're talking about it's today. It's very uh, subjective. 
What is? What's oh, funny? Oh, yes, it is. It is, as in, depends how you hear it kind of thing. Yeah, well, mm. like, if you look at, say, like, you know, uh, the Impractical Jokers. I yeah. don't really like that. I don't find that funny. I yeah. love it. Someone was talking to me about you Impractical Jokers recently, and they were saying about uh, some of the things that were going on. And I, I don't get Impractical Jokers. I don't get it. No. I love it. I it, love Impractical Jokers. It doesn't, it doesn't hit me. I I find that uh, anything that's not, like, a sitcom-y thing from America... American humour doesn't really land with me that much. Mm. No. Saturday Night Live, do not get no, it. No, I don't it's understand. No, I don't get Saturday Night Live. There's the odd little thing that they do that's quite good. Anything that Chappelle does with them is generally quite good. Mm. Uh, it's quite funny. I like that. But mm. yeah, their stuff, it's it's like American comedy is a little bit like someone coming up and showing you pictures of their kids and going, look at my kids, yeah. look at my kids, aren't mm. my kids gorgeous? Yeah. But Whereas, even uh, stand-ups and stuff that like are in America, some of them just aren't funny. And you watch these things and Americans just seem to laugh at anything. Mm. And yeah. I, I just don't They love it. Irish comedians over there. Yeah. They do, yeah, but they don't understand a lot of them. No. That's the problem. But it definitely takes a certain kind of person to be a good, like, do you know when you go to, like, um, say, uh, Michael McIntyre, mm-hmm. and his warm-up guy is on, and you kind of chuckle, uh, and then he comes on, it's just a different energy, it, it, mm. uh, and it's like laughing all the way through, and I like him, and then yeah, Dara Breen is more like, you know, the stories with a punchline. Or no offence, I can't stand Dara Breen. There comedy. you go. You see how objective yeah. it is? Yeah, he's, I can't he, stand he, He's a different type of one. Uh, uh, yeah, that, uh, laugh now. <laughs> 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 he, he's kind uh, of a, uh, a I would agree with you a, yeah. an interesting story that has like what do you say giggles or humorous things to it yeah Michael McIntyre is kind of a little bit more like a punchline yeah well he, there's different styles you know. of comedians hmm. and then Dylan Moran is definitely a specific taste as well he's hmm. a story comedian for sure yeah. I like him hmm. um, what do you think of, what are your opinions on, on Tommy I like Tommy the, the 2009 Tommy was good, Tommy. He's definitely oh. uh, no. He hasn't declined, I don't think, but he's changed. Hmm. He's a different style of hmm. comedian now. Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah. Um, he's got a different energy or something, doesn't he? Yeah. Whereas that, what was what was his stand up where he was wearing the big red shoes and he had like a he had a red shirt on, and he did the thing about like the African priests and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. That, that, that was his great one. And like, yeah, yeah, that one was absolutely. Where Declan was running in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Is that the one with the um, hilarious with the fire alarm going off? Yeah, is that oh, my yeah. phone? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where is Declan? Do you remember? And then yeah, he was not in the yeah. Martin. That's it. Wearing a saw doctor's t shirt. <laughs> where is Declan? I don't know. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, he was great. So good. That was genius. Ah, like. oh, but yeah. he's he's definitely changed a little bit in the last few years. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I think he was burned a few times. Wasn't he? As he, in, was, he said yeah. a bad joke and then was. Mm. You have to be careful about who but, uh, you insult. Yeah, when it comes and to your uh, you know the way um, Jimmy Carr, uh, he's a he's definitely an acquired taste. He has some funny bits, but he definitely pushes the line a lot. Mm. But so many people complain about him. It's just it's not like you were forced to go to Jimmy Carr no. gig. No, no. You went because you knew who he was and what he yeah. does. So how can you be like all <coughs> offended at things he says when you knew what kind of comedian he is? Can I say something controversial? Mm. Okay, here we go. I have always thought that. Jimmy Carr looks like Johnny. Oh, like Johnny. Yeah, yeah, but a smooth Johnny. So you're not the yeah. first one to say that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Someone That's else been said, said I like Jimmy Carr. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say you're aging magnificently. Magnificently. Yeah, you are. Out of the three of us, you're doing the best. You that that picture <laughs> that picture in the zoo. I just thought that was just majestic as fuck. Oh, what's good? Yeah. Oh, that that, that, was, that was like twenty takes. So you're 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 yeah. very suave. What can I say? What can I say? Stop it, lads. We're talking about jokes here today, okay? <laughs> Sorry, Calm down. <laughs> tell, tell me later. I'll record all of it. That was not a joke. Okay, will I, will I give you a little bit of the history? 
of, of jokes, of or, jokes. Or comedians. No jokes in general. Um, so telling jokes, telling jokes. Uh, oh no, that's that's not the history of it at all. Hold on, let me go through all of my notes. I've got so much here. Yeah, the poorer forest. I know. Yeah, I really went hard on on the uh, on the history. Oh no, I didn't actually. It's gone. Oh my god, <laughs> there's nothing even on that page. Oh my god. Oh no, no here it is. Uh, the oldest identified joke um, is an ancient Sumerian proverb from 1900 BC. That's ages ago. Containing toilet humor. <laughs> something which has never occurred since, or something which has never occurred since time immemorial. Uh, a young ma- a young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. What? Um, did you so not pre-food? No, I didn't. Uh, it records where, uh, its records were dated to old Babylonian period, and the joke may go, go as far back as 2300 BC. The second oldest joke, so that, that first one was so about can you tell a woman us that farting. Joke? No, it's it's not. There's no punchline to it. Oh, okay. it, it. They just tell you what it was about. Um, mm. There is one one joke here actually. Um, so it goes back. To the second oldest joke found uh, discovered on uh, West Car Papyrus is believed to be about Snefuru, who was an ancient in ancient Egypt around 1600 BC. Um, and it's it's like this. Okay, how do you entertain a bored pharaoh? You sail a boatload of young women dressed only in fishing nets down the Nile and urge the pharaoh to catch a fish. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> the second oldest so joke, apparently. stupid, that's funny. It's so terrible. People, people always like to laugh. You know, in medieval times, they had the jester and everything. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. But that's well before that. That's oh, I know. That's ancient Egypt. Like. Yeah, um, I'm just saying. Uh, and then the tale of three ox drivers from uh, from Arab completes the three known oldest jokes in the world. Uh, this is a comic triple dating back to 1200 BC. Uh, Adab, sorry, not Arab. Um, it concerns three men seeking justice from a king on the matter of ownership over a newborn calf for, uh, for whose birth they all consider themselves to be partially uh, responsible. The king seeks advice from the priestess on how to rule the case. And she suggests a series of events involving the men's households and wives. The final portion of the story, which included a punchline, has not survived intact, though legible fragments suggest it was body in nature. So the Ooh, body, you know, the end of that joke uh, didn't survive the punchline, which is the important part of the joke. Yes, but there you go. <laughs> so as far back, jokes go as far back as twelve hundred BC. Why is it no sixteen hundred BC? Why is it called a punchline? Is like when you're telling a joke, do you like punch someone at the end? Is that what you used to do? I guess so. Yeah. Um, mm. So the punchline is intended to make the audience laugh. The linguistic interpretation of this punchline response is uh, el- uh, what's that word there? See if you can read that word. Elucidated wow. by mm. Victor uh, Raskin in his script-based semantic theory theory of humor. Is it? Um, there you go. Is it a punchline? Something to do with, like maybe the theater and stuff. You know, like uh, I hope you get into ca- or break a leg because I hope you get in the cast. Oh, maybe yeah. Do you know what the break a leg thing is? What I just is said that. About? Oh, it, it's because I hope you get in the cast. Yeah. Oh, very good. I didn't ah. cop that. Oh, I thought everybody knew I that. I didn't know I that. Didn't know that at all. Oh. Um, Why do I waste all my shell bums? So what's what's um your favorite type of joke, Bertie? Is it like the stand-up kind of jokes, one-liners? What do you call cheese that isn't yours? Nacho cheese. Nacho Everybody cheese. knows that. Yeah, one. but I think. But it's, so that's like a. What is that? What's that? I love that joke one. called. Is that like a? That's a joke joke. Oh, do it? you know your man? Um, and he always looked real stoned with long hair. What was his name? And he was all like one-liners, like. 
uh, like uh, oh my my, my Paddy Austin. My 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 <laughs> father used to be a roofer, so if you're up there, Dad. You know, uh, things like that. Yeah, James, I love James that one, Hart. actually. There's some guy that yeah. does 20 minutes of one Oh, yeah, you're talking about actual people. You're not talking about people we know. No, no, just no okay. one, one, one comedian, and he just constantly does yeah, one-liners. I've seen, like seen a few clips on him. Mm. He's, he's funny. He's, like, he's hilarious. He's yeah. constantly one liner Like, there's no real, like, flow to a show. It's just constant one-liners like that, like. And then, of course, you have um, um, puppets as well. Mm. Okay. And 12 prison. Funny you should say puppets, because the term uh, punchline comes from the classical puppet show Punch, <gasps> and, Punch Judy. and Judy. Yeah. I love Punch and Judy. Punch's lines were obviously the ones that closed the joke and his part was that that part was named in his honor. Uh, so it's so punchline. So unfortunately we've reached the end of episode 114 and it is the first one in 114 episodes that I'm actually here on my own. Usually we always manage to get somebody in and to have a chat with us. Um if there's someone missing, you know Sarah in the past has come on um John and Scotty has managed to get people in maybe when I've missed and we've sent um, snippets in and things. But unfortunately, life is one of those things that eventually it happened after 113 episodes that number 114 was left all down to me. So to finish it off in usual Waffle Hour style, um, I'm going to do some shell bombs. So three different kind of shell bombs, maybe one original shell bomb, one did you know? And uh, then one origin. So we've covered all three. Um, so the first one, uh, we'll do the origin maybe first. We'll start with the origins. So I've been doing some phrases um, over the last while on where phrases have come from, etc. Um, so uh, on this one, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about can't hold a candle. So um, some people might um, relate to this from being younger. And we've talked about it before on when we talked about like um working with your dad and things your dad taught you and things like that which was uh, holding the torch and more than likely holding the torch incorrectly so can't hold candle this one dates back to the 17th century and it's the meaning is related to one's incompetence the saying came from ta- talking about an apprentice who was not even skillful enough to hold a candle for his master in short they are worthless as an apprentice so there you go can't hold a candle talk about people's incompetence or the inability of a six or seven year old to hold a torch correctly while their dad is doing some work. Um, then next on it is, a, did you know? So over the Christmas period and maybe into January, you might have been very busy. Maybe you know this, maybe you don't know this. But your dish dishwasher has a filter in it. Same way as your dryer has a lint filter that should be cleaned. Your washing machine also has a filter that needs to be cleaned. Your toaster has a tray underneath it, which you need to clean out the crumbs. Otherwise, it might catch fire. Your dishwasher also has a filter. And it should be changed, actually, every three months or so. So uh, make sure if there is a smell in your dishwasher, check that filter. There's probably bits of food and all that stuck down there. And if you didn't know there was a filter in there and you have been changing and looking after it, kudos to you. Now, the last one is going to be the original shell bomb. And... I don't know if you've ever had like this thought um, or thought about it, but um, what, are, what are your shoe sizes? So everybody knows, oh, I'm an eight. Um, I don't know, I'm a, I'm a, if you're a kid, you're one, two, a three. Then you move into adult sizes. I'm a five, a six, seven, eight. Some people are size 13, 14. Um, I think maybe the biggest uh, shoe size in the world at one point, like ever, uh, record books, I think, was size 36, perhaps. I think I heard that somewhere. But do you know where the measurement comes from? Eight. What is eight? What is nine? What is ten? 
Um, obviously, you know that that is your shoe size, that the shoe is going to be a size 8. But how did it measure it? It's not inches, it's not feet, it's not millimetres. It is um, corn size. So it's, um, and most specifically, barley corn. So barley corn is an old English unit that equates to one third inch. So 8.47 millimetres. And it is the basis for the UK shoe size, which we use here in Ireland. Um, North American shoe size, European shoe sizes is 41, 42, whatever the case may be. Don't know where that comes from. I did not research it that much. I only want to know the unit of measurement that we use. So if you have a size 8, it is 8 barley corns long, which is 8 one third inches or 8 by 8.47 millimeters. And that is actually your shoe size. That is where the measurement for your shoes come from. Now, thinking of that, I don't know if you notice it, but some shoe sizes are obviously different. So mm, eh, maybe barley corn are different sizes in different parts of the world. I'm not, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that is where your shoe size comes from. And uh, then going on the very last thing, a little bonus little feature where John isn't here for his dad joke. Um, but I have one for you. We'll throw it in. We may as well cover all bases while the lads aren't here. And um, one of my other favorite dad jokes is this. I support farming. I guess you could say I'm protractor. Um, actually, that's more of a visual one, isn't it? Because you have to see the protractor. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a maths farming joke. Um, actually, I'm not sure whether that crossed over unless you actually see the picture of the protractor. But anyway, I'm not the best at dad jokes, as you can tell. John is the master of that. So on that shell bomb of me being crap at dad jokes, we're going to end episode 114 for today. Take it easy, folks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.